Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's happening, everybody? I'm your host, the Urban Guru, man. Welcome to a, the second show of um, the Zodiac Lovers, man. I'm live with my partner, man. You here? I'm here, uh, Nikki Builder. Today we are talking about love and money. I think that is two of folks' favorite subjects, so we got it all in one place for y'all here today. But before we jump into that, let us get some announcements from our sponsor, the Inner Peace Lighthouse Radio Frequency. Yeah, for sure, man. Go to, um, listen, man, go to myastrologycoach.com, straight up. Um, go to the membership tab and go to the Toel Love Fund, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, we celebrated the six-year anniversary this month, this official, and whatnot of being able to uh, pay, the, pay the community's bills, man. It's just a community treasure trash where we say, listen, man, everybody pop $13 in at the end of the month. We'll just split the pot evenly amongst four people and go down the list and just share it. You know what I'm saying? So it's really a magnificent thing to pay over, you know, 300, 400 bills and all this time. Um, you got the hardcore mathematics on about how much money was actually paid out. You know what I mean? And who can't rock with that, man? Who, like, 13 bucks that to be a part of helping somebody, you know what I mean, you know, pay their bills, man, it's just a beautiful thing, man. So go to myastrologycoach.com, Matt. Go to the membership tab. You're going to see that right there. Also on the membership tab, you're going to see the new and improved star network that um, I created, man. My whole focus is to give you what I call the three steps to success, like a quarterback drop back on those three steps, and um, show you, man. You know, show you really some of the, the some of the language that we use in our self dialogue and inside of our mission statements and these, you know, and our beliefs. But some, that language for the nine times out of ten is going to be undermining language that takes you right out of. Um, you know, out away from your goal. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, listen, it's like when people have a New Year's resolution and they don't meet the quota for the new year and they fall back to the same habits and things of that nature, it's because, it's because there is a, uh, there's a certain belief and there's a certain language that you're using um, that's impairing you. You know what I'm saying? So the name of the game is to show you the actual correct way to word it and then give you the techniques coupled with my thing is I love to align my thoughts up and bounce my thoughts off of planets, man. Like that, that that's the whole thing, man. Nikki said something last week um, that I had to take note on amongst many things, and she said something along the lines that, you know, you ought to be bouncing your thoughts off of, off of planetary energy and be mining your thoughts because these energies are picking up on your thoughts and, and sending that energy. And I said, she is. She ain't never lied. And, and, and that's the truth of the matter, man. They tell you that the moon is a satellite of the earth and a satellite receives and sends data. That's what it does. So as, you know, God in the flesh, if you God manifests or you're part of this, this, this intelligent being and you are, is it possible for you to align your thoughts up with planetary energy and, and, and allow that energy to amplify your goal? That That's the question, and most certainly it can be done. You know what I mean? So, uh, man, come over, man. Come over to My Astrology Coach, man. Hit the membership tab if you're interested in that um, specific aspect of yourself and seeing how you can do that. 
And um, it comes with some things, man. It comes with uh, a personal report that I give you. I call this definitely the safety zone to keep you safe. Because one thing is for certain, I can promise you this, man. I never forget this shit, man. Uh, I sent um, an email out uh, in one of those reports, and I was like, listen, you know, on this particular day, you need to be real, real careful, man, because you could be in an accident. They never read the data, never opened the email. And um, sure enough, on that precise day, they was in an accident, real talk. Now, we always ask the question over here, like, okay, how did that energy find you is the question. How did the event find you? If I'm looking at something cosmically speaking in the sky, how did it find you? It must mean somehow, some way, you have an antenna on your ass that is emitting a signal for the energy to find you if you're viewing it as planets have external energy. And that's fine. That's fine. I can get with that because, it, it, you know, planets are made up of gases and things of that nature, and it's external. That's fine. But we still going to have to address the fact that out of the 7 billion people on Earth, it found you precisely when I said it would be, when it would find you. So my point is, um, there's some mechanisms in there that keep you safe. There's some there's some mechanisms in there, most importantly, to show you how to transmute this internal signal that you must be emitting unawarely to yourself, that you must be emitting, and how to turn that over into, we call it turning a square into a circle, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you do that? And it has to be done with some internal work and whatnot. So, Check it out, man, MyAstrologyCoach.com, the membership tab. And, um, of course, man, we're going to be in Vegas on March the 18th, that weekend. That's a Saturday. The priesthood going to be there, man, live in the building, Las Vegas. We're going to do the Imagine Prosperity Workshop. Uh, we're going to show you, man, while we, you know, $3 million on the record books. We're going to show you how people, you know, manifest their their goals, their desires, better health, better wealth, overall happiness in every area of their life. We're going to show you the techniques. We're going to have the technology present that is going to show you the ability and the power of your own thought. We're going to show you that. We are literally going to show you this with uh, what we call spiritual technology, man. So be in the building. You can get it two ways. You can go to theimaginationguru.com, click on events. If you're over Mac, you can go to myastrologycoach.com, click on events. It's right there on retreats, right there on uh, seminars. You will see it, man. Be in Las Vegas. You know what I'm saying? And um, you don't want to miss that. You know what I mean? And uh, I give it to you, Nick. A happy inauguration, too. Donald Trump just got sworn in. Shit. God damn it. Trump, billion dollars, just got sworn in. You know what I mean? So, you know, what's, what's happening? You're so shady. So my announcements are always going to be the same, family. Um, as I mentioned last show, my, my day job is I am a fashion designer. I design clothes for women who make their own rules. So be sure to go and check me out, Collection at Big Cartel. Excuse me, it's not at. NikkiDNovaCollection.BigCartel.com. Um, and also, if you want to hear some more uh, spirituality uh, commentary from me, you can also check me out at Nikki Builder on YouTube. Those are my only two announcements. That's what it is, man. Let me see where the prom minister at, man, so we can get a live drop from the prom, man. What's happening, bro? What's poppin', family? What's going on? Happy man? inauguration. 
Hey, 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 I see you going, you going ham hey. on Facebook. You calling hey, look, things hey. out? What's on your mind, man? Hey, hey, man, look. Sometimes, man, listen, man. You know, you gotta call a spade a spade, man. They talking Donald Trump, so I say, I'm just gonna call a spade a spade, man. And that's what I did, you know. And and you know, people, some people might be upset behind it, and that's okay, you know what I mean? Because I just came to set the record straight. That's what you came to do, set the record straight, and to and have you reflect, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just said, hey, look now. Everybody was was they was just so sure that it was going to be Hillary, and you know everything said it was going. The cards said it, the numbers said it. Everybody, the spirit guys came and told, and I had all what the beer. No lie, through the whole process, what I kept saying, bro. Like and I said, this nigga was on. This nigga was telling you Donald Trump is winning and he's using quantum mechanics to do it. He's just right? saying it. I even so, said no. I thought that I thought the disgrace. And disgruntledness of America was like, nah, it ain't happening. But I'm gonna tell you something. While I was more Hillary, and this is me, it ain't got nothing to do with spiritual science. It's because I truly wanted to see a woman in that posi- in that position. I'm always about change. So I already seen old rich white folks in there, men like that. That's nothing new to me, and I understand what Donald Trump represents, which is totally different from the standard protocol of politics. But I never saw a woman in that position. So I was always uh-huh. going with the most radical change as possible, but the prime minister said the whole time, man, Trump whipping that ass and he getting in the office. See, 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 here's the thing, right? That's a, that's a great analysis, right? Hillary Clinton would have been for change on a physical level because of her, how she's orientated biologically. But if you're talking about radical change, Donald Trump represents radical change. He represents the psychology of radical change. Hillary Clinton would have been a woman doing the same thing that the rest of the dudes was doing as far as politics is concerned. It wasn't nothing that was just completely popping off the page about Hillary Clinton and her policies, et cetera, et cetera. But Donald Trump coming in and completely flipping this thing upside down. You know what I mean? And so a lot of people got a problem with that. But the crowd that I'm talking to is primarily the people who always say, oh, we tired of America. And America needs to burn, and, and yada 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 yada. And then the moment somebody comes in that has a a thumb on that possibility, those same people now, the beer, are saying, "Well, uh, we don't rock with Trump, and and anybody anybody rocking with Trump, they a coon, and yada 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 yada." Well, see, these people got a mental problem. You cannot say that you against America and you want this whole thing to come to to pieces. And then the moment somebody come in there with that trajectory, now you're saying, oh, we don't want to rock with them, and anybody rocking with them, that's, that's insanity. It's insanity. So my thing is, man, you know, we got to be a little bit more careful and discern properly uh, what we're listening to, who we're listening to, because the truth of the matter is, man, some of these people don't know what the hell they be talking about. And I'm just going to be blunt. That's just the truth. They tell you it ain't going to be no election. Then they turn around and tell you after the election happened that it's, uh, what they say? It's two governments now. A second government. And second government. And, and people want to tell you stuff like Barack Obama is the son of Muammar Gaddafi and Queen Elizabeth and all of this type of nonsense. 
and you and people wrap this up and say that this is metaphysical talk. It's a nonsense, people. That's not spirituality at all. That's not. And so, you know, I just had to put it out there on the line today. You know, hey, you know, you might it might hit you in the chest a little bit because you fall in that bracket, but you're better off for it when you really sit down and take your feelings out of it and then reflect and you really look at it. You're going to come away and say, Jew was right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. you know, that's 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 what it is, man. That's that's why I stand. We might build on it a little bit more tomorrow. Talk about some of the funky stuff we did today for the inauguration. You know how the priesthood do. <laughs> we 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 flipped the script when everybody else is in they feeling. We gonna ride the wave. So, anyways, you know, speaking of uh, uh, of um, promo. Uh, I just received a check in the mail yesterday for $757. Unexpected money. God, God you know damn it. I mean? Make some noise for that. Tell them again, nigga. Tell them again, nigga. Tell them again. $757. Now, everybody. We showing off, you. You ain't supposed to be hey, making hey. no money like that with Trump in the office. Come on. I'm showing off, okay? And it was signed <laughs> off with Donald Trump's signature, okay? You know, it's a, okay, Donald Trump is gonna. No, Donald Trump gonna hand Jew a million dollar check. I'm telling you this right now. It's gonna happen. So, so anyway, so anyway, so anyway, you know. So kudos to Jew and all the rest of the quantum imaging members and all of the gratitude members who experience this phenomenon yeah. on quite a regular basis. You know how many times people say, "Oh man, a check just came out of nowhere," and the circumstances surrounding it is so illogical that it makes no sense of why you got a check. You can, people be getting right. checks from all kinds of sources, from stuff that they had no idea they was attached to when they started doing these practices. You know what I mean? And so, you know, you know, you got to lead by example. So what would it be like for Jew and Ampu not to show by example other people what we're teaching? And that's what people got to get into. Where are the results? Where's the fruit from the labor that these people are telling you and talking to you about? Are you not receiving nothing from it where it's changing your life, whether financially, in a relationship, emotionally, uh, clearer insights and better discernment? Then what are you involving yourself in it for? It's a waste of time. And I'm not trying to say we better Inform- than anybody Information, else, brother. But damn it, when it, comes brother. To res- when it comes to results, I have not seen anybody around these parts that get them better than we do. And maybe some people just don't publicize this like that. That could be a possibility. But I mean, I like to show and prove because when you don't do that, then people are left to be skeptical and they'll be calling you a charlatan and they'll be saying that he's not honest. So no, we're going to put this right out here in the public. You're going to see it. We're going to tag these real life people like Nikki, who's on the radio now, check 10, 10 stacks, uh, healed her daughter yeah. from eczema. Strictly from visualization. No creams, no butters, no none of that. Mind power, willpower, using subjective consciousness to create objective reality. That's what we teach people at the Imagination Guru. And that's what we're going to be teaching people at the workshop in Las Vegas. So you heard Ampu, get to the website, www.theimaginationguru.com. Dot com. Don't forget to put the the. Some people forget. Put theimaginationguru.com. Shop tab. You'll see workshop, webinars, all that good stuff there. Uh, we should have some more buttons up there in order for you guys to make a deposit. Um, and that way you guys can participate because it's the truth, man. It's the absolute truth. 
You can also go to the memberships tab. If you're interested in learning this information, monthly webinars. We just had a conference call last night, monthly conference calls, quantum scriptures activations, uh, appetizers where I give out to help people with different levels of psychology, whether it be self-esteem, healing themselves from past traumas, uh, different techniques, man, that we, you know, quieting the mind down so that you can focus, the blue light switch meditation, these different things to help people get into themselves and control their own being and really, really know thyself, really, really know thyself. So that is all part of the membership. You know, if you want to participate, I suggest you do, man, and, and, and get with us because we're changing people's lives. man. And with that, I'm going to fall back and listen to the guru and Nikki Divine give us some of this game. That's what it is. Hey, that's what it is. Hey, man, you doing a radio show on this inauguration tomorrow, man? Man, listen, man, I'm going in tomorrow, man. It's going to, hey, look, hey, no holes by, man. Somebody got to do it, the beer. Everybody, you know, somebody got to do it. Okay. All right. All right. That's what All it right. is, y'all. So mark your calendars right. for that, man. 9 p.m. Eastern morning life. And, and um, that's what it is, man. Appreciate you, beloved. That's, that's what it is. Yep. And um, all right, all right, all right, Nick. So, uh, I, hey man, I'm riding shotgun on this one, man. I'm riding shotgun. I guess we are alternate, but I'm a, I'm gonna support you on this one. Go ahead. All right. Well, before we jump in, I, I just wanted to piggyback on something real quick that that you said, and and he's absolutely right. I am on my third goal in the Imagination Gurus membership, and he spoke to the fact that. Not only did I manifest the money, that was the first thing I did because that's a, a lot of times, like I, you know, like I said at the top of the show, a lot of us, our our biggest concern is the money and the love. But once mm-hmm. we get confident in that, then we move on to to the higher grades of of concern of energy, right? So the next thing that I did was was work on my babies, right? And and keep in mind, you know, like you said, it was like. I healed her through simply through the power of my mind. But keep in mind, this was after I tried the creams, after I tried the various oatmeal remedies and the over-the-counter remedies and the this and the that and all of these things that were supposed to alleviate some of the symptoms of her eczema because if anybody knows anything about eczema, you, you can't, you're not supposed to be able to get rid of it. So after all of those things failed me, after the doctors told me there was nothing I would be able to do about it, I had to say, you know what, I, I don't believe in that. I don't believe in ain't nothing you can do about it. I don't believe that anything is, is greater than God. What God got to say about it? Let me get God's last word on that. And so it was through using the, the power of my mind that I was actually able to do something that medical doctors told me was not possible. And here I am, it's been, it'll be a year in April since my daughter has been free of that pesky thing called eczema. And I wanted to, I wanted to speak to that because it also ties back into uh, Noble's comment about happy inauguration. And I was a little bit uh, iffy about even touching the subject today. And and as I hear my brothers Noble and, and Jew speak on it, you know, I, I recognize that they speak on it from a perspective of they, they're not operating on this mundane, earthly level that many of us are dealing with because that's the that's the limited perspective. That's the limited reality. So when they're talking to y'all about happy inauguration and a lot of folks is running around mad today and you know, shutting down for the next four years, basically. 
what these brothers is presenting and, and what really got highlighted for me as I was, you know, kind of observing some of the things going on in social media, some of the things going on in, in, in national media, um, folks are afraid about what's going to happen over the next four years. And and, and me and Noble kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, and I was like, mm, I'm not – I'm not sure I'm going to really touch on that because, for me at least, I'm not I'm not connected to the fear. I'm not connected to the worry about what somebody else is going to do to me. And this is a, 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 a state of being and a reality that I've only recently reached over the past couple years. But as I've heard people speak into this, there's a there's a general sense of fear that a lot of folks are tapping into with this inauguration. Everybody's talking about how dark today it is and how horrible of a day it is in American history. For me, it's, it's just another day, you know. Um, a lot, I've seen people making the post about, you know, oh, God, help us through the next four years. God, please save us. God, do this. God, do that. And my thing is this. If you don't believe that God put Trump in office in the first place, then you don't believe that God is all-powerful. See, I, I see a lot of contradictions in what people claim to believe about God, what people claim to believe about God in themselves, and what they actually practice, what they actually speak out of their mouths is a whole other thing. So for me personally, you know, I'm, I, you know, like you said, you know, we we on some other practices over here with this with this quantum stuff. So, me myself, I'm feeling real presidential today. You know, I walked in the house, I came in, my house was clean, and the housekeepers just left. And I came from the grocery store, got me some things so I could celebrate my own inauguration. Because guess what? I I ain't really worried about what somebody else is gonna do to me. I ain't worried about the potential of these these fear campaigns that folks is pumping right now. And and for those of us that are that are tempted to even taste a little bit of that, be real careful about that because what's going on right now, the conversations that we have right now, it's gonna set the tone for our reality for the next four years. So I I beg the question of folks, what what do you want to see? over the next four years. And don't allow that to be dependent on what somebody else says you can have, what somebody else says is going to be possible in this time frame. I'm not going to allow myself to be limited by any of that. I don't give a damn who's in office. So that's that's my that's my piece on that. And I just wanted to speak to it quickly because I, I knew if I didn't say anything about it, it was going to be nagging at me all week long. So I just wanted to speak to it while it was fresh. But that also brings me back to our our topic for today. We're talking about love and we're talking about money. So if you're keeping up, we are on the second sign of the zodiac, which is Taurus. And Taurus tends to be associated with money. But Taurus is not just about money. Taurus is also the things that we value. And so I really want to I want to urge folks to really dig down and, and ask themselves that question, what what do I really value in this life? Because the things that I value are the things that I give attention to. Those are the things that I give precedence to. So what is that? 
because those are going to be the things that I manifest in my life. Those are going to be the things that I manifest around me. So I just want to warn folks to be real, real careful about that. So we're going to go ahead and jump in. Let's let's talk about Taurus. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about money. Um, and let's get it started so I'm not all the way off on a tangent. So um, I, I, I wanted to start today with... You know, I had kind of thought about the show last weekend. There were some things that I thought maybe could have been a little bit better clarified. So today I really wanted to start with um, a quick story. And that story is uh, the Kabbalistic story of what happened to create creation, what happened before all of these planets and souls and and beings existed in this particular universe that we live in. What what happened to cause all of these things to come about? So there's a really beautiful story um, in Kabbalah that talks about these two entities that existed to create the reality that we live in, to, to create the world and the universe that we live in. And the two entities that existed was first, the 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 infinite light or the primordial light, um, and so that that light represents the infinite desire to share is what Kabbalah calls it, and so this infinite desire to share represents all the things that we label in this world as good, is abundance, is joy, is peace, is happiness. It's respect, it's appreciation, it's, it's all of these beautiful, wonderful things that we say we value in the world that we live in. So here's the infinite light, you know, existing, being about itself and doing its thing, and it's like, you know what, it's my nature to share. I want to I give something. That's all I want to do. I just want to give abundance. I want to give success. I want to give beauty. I want to give, give, give. Give, but I need something to give too. So it said, "Oh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna create somebody that I can give to. I'm gonna gonna create a thing that I can give to, and let's call this thing what Kabbalah calls the original vessel or the primordial vessel. And why a vessel? Well, if something, if there's gonna be an entity that is giving, well then there needs to be an entity." to receive all that is being given. So this, this entity is called the original vessel. And the, the nature of the original vessel is the infinite desire to receive. So that vessel wanted to receive abundance. It wanted to receive love. It wanted to receive respect. It wanted to receive beauty. It wanted to receive all of the many wonderful things that the infinite light had to give. So there was a time, according to Kabbalah, that says, you know what, everything was harmonious and perfect after the infinite light created the original vessel. And the infinite light was doing its job giving, and the infinite vessel was doing its job receiving. But then something happened. The original vessel, because it was created by the light whose whose, uh, purpose was to share, it was also imbued with some of that same principle. So then the original vessel kind of started scratching his head like, hold up. 
I'm not getting an opportunity to exercise this other part of my reality, this other part of myself that also wants to share. All I'm doing is sitting here just receiving and getting, and that's all I get to do? So the, the, the original vessel said, hold up, I'm not comfortable with this arrangement anymore. I don't want to. I don't want you to keep giving me more and more abundance. I don't want you to want you to keep giving me all of this wonderful light that I'm receiving. I want an opportunity to earn it. So the infinite light said, "You sure about that?" Like, yep. I'm gonna be like you. I said, "All right." So it stopped, and there was a moment where there was darkness because. That light wasn't given anymore because the vessel said, no, nah, I don't want that. I, I want to be like you. I want to do. I want to help you do your job, right, which is reminding me of the same conversation we were having last week where the the manager starts to smell herself a little bit and want to, want to be like the big boss, right? So then when it got dark, the vessel said, oops, mm, I, I wasn't ready. I'm not sure about that. Come back and give me some more of that light. Well, because the vessel had not transformed its nature, because it had not transmuted itself, when the light rushed back in to give it light and give it love and give it abundance and give it respect and give it all of the things that it it wanted to pour out, it was too much for the vessel. So what happened? Boom, it shattered. So now this this is what created Time is what created all of the fragmentations of souls that we as human beings represent. And and we got some wonderful feedback from the show last week, and folks was pouring in, and I spoke with some friends after the show. It was like, man, that was, that was dope. And funny enough, I spoke with a friend who was like, mm, I don't know that I really related to the show because I'm not an Aries. And what occurred to me was that, it was important to really speak to this when when Noble says that we are scattered light, what he's talking about is where all of us are these various different pieces of that original vessel that at one time used to be whole, so we've all got different concoctions of this these various 12 different energies called the various different zodiac signs. It don't matter what your sun sign is. It don't matter what your moon sign is. It don't matter what your rising sign is. We've all got different variations of all of these different energies within us. So when we talk about, you know, this 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 energy within humanity that wants to uh dictate and, 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 and do everybody else's work rather than doing its own work. What we're really talking about is when that happens on an individual level, regardless of whether or not you're an Aries, it's that Aries makeup that is innately in you that's starting to act up a little bit. So that's what it really means when we say we, we're, we're scattered light. We're, we all have different manifestations of these different zodiac signs within us. Me personally, I don't have any earth in my chart, which makes me like, I used to say it makes me nuts. But one of the things that I had to learn to do for myself personally was to anchor myself in different earth-oriented qualities. I, I, I started developing my green thumb and started taking care of plants, and that has helped me immensely in 
honing my, my earth qualities. I now, because I'm aware of what my chart actually looks like, I, I, I make a conscious effort to keep earth signs around me. A really good friend of mine is an earth sign. And one of the things that I say to myself, I say, you know what, when I'm doing business, I need to make sure that I have a lot of earth signs around me in, in that I'm partnering in business with because I very much understand my very fluid and flighty nature because, again, I don't, I don't have that earth there in my makeup. So, it's not that any of this information doesn't pertain to you because we're not talking about your specific sign today. None of that matters. We all have different scattered parts of this energy within us, and what we're all trying to do is get back to a whole state, a state where, and, and again, let's go back to this Kabbalah story. When, the, when that vessel shattered, it was then given the the goal or the, the necessity or the task of, okay, you said you wanted the light to go away, the light went away. You got that. Then the light came back in, and now you didn't shatter yourself. So just like that original vessel, it is the the task of all of us to figure out how to put ourselves back together, to figure out, okay, this is what my – Zodiac makeup looks like I got a little bit of extra this And maybe I need a little bit more of that So let me figure out How I can fuse and bring all of these Things back together so that I can become My whole Self So I just wanted to be really clear in that today Because I didn't want anybody to think that If we're not talking about your specific sign Then it doesn't pertain to you All of this information Pertains to all of us uh, so in talking about love and talking about money and talking about the things that we value, yes, the focus is on Taurus, but, again, these energies are scattered about within all of us. What you got to say about that, Noble? Oh, man. Well, one, everybody, listen, I, I just realized that you need a notebook for for this series, um, because I, I'm, I mean, you just need it because it's going to be, and as you can see, really mind blowing. You'll be able to connect the dots on some things. The scatter light aspect, because that's literally my first note. Like, okay, I want to, I, I didn't touch on that last week. Um, comes from the aspect of understanding a very basic reality of you are light manifest, meaning. I always say you have a heartbeat, you got a brain wave. This is a fact. In fact, you get sick and you go to the doctor, the first thing they want to do is check your vitals, which means I want to check the strength of the electrical light pulse in your body because that is going to tell me a whole lot of things about where to start with this issue that you may have or while you're in the hospital. Facts. So then I also like to say, well, you know, you carry static charge, rub your feet on carpet, touch metal, bam, you convey electricity, you got a heartbeat, you got a brain wave. Some of you, if you got low hair, brush that wave, put some sporting waves on it, you actually start to see waves on top of your head. So you are a walking wave form, which science says all energy exists in the form of a wave first. Fact, okay? So the scattered light aspect of who we are in these zodiacal signs, you have to understand that you are the living embodiment of all of them. When you transpose 
this science onto the human body, they already been noted. And I'll state it here for the record. Uh, the basic anatomy is Aries is your head, literally. You're facing your head, and Taurus is your throat, which we know the thyroid is there, which is a very important gland. Um, Gemini is your arms and your and your and your lungs and your hands. Um, Cancer is your stomach and your breast. Um, Leo is your back, your spine, your heart. Virgo is your intestines. Libra is the kidneys. Um, Scorpio is your sexual reproductive system. Um, Sagittarius is liver, hip and thighs. Um, Capricorn is skin, teeth and bones. Aquarius is your ankles and circulatory system, and Pisces rules the feet, and some will even say lymphatic system as well. And, of course, there's some things I left out, such as spleen, and those things all fall within their proper order. This is a fact, and it is, definitely. Then that shows you that you are made up of all of these energies. But how do you need to understand it from a portion of space, what you call space-time reality? Um you know, everybody, if you can imagine, if you can just go outside and, and you know, or imagine being outside and you look at the four directions, east, south, west, and north, and then you say, you know what, I'm going to draw a cross for these four directions. And then within this cross, I'm going to draw a circle around the cross is what you're going to do, a circle around the cross. And then you say, you know what, I want to divide these four directions up into 12 Equal areas of space. That's what you're doing. So this 360-degree circle outside, which you can, quote, unquote, what appears to be above your head, you want to divide it into 12 equal areas of space. And each area of space represents a different function, a different energetic function. I always like to point out we see this simple truth in universal law when we observe sunrise, what appears to be sunrise in the east. Oh, it's the morning time. Oh, the rooster goes cock-a-doodle-doo, everything just beginning. The energy is fresh. The dew is still on the grass, right? It's fresh. And then as the day progresses towards high noon, the sun is now in the south. It's no longer in the east. It's at the height of the noon as the zenith, the highest point in the sky. So it's high noon, it's a different energetic point, a different frequency of energy is being emitted. And then we move to sunset when the sun is in the west. And we know that's a different energetic portion. Technically, we're about to now move into the feminine portion of the day, all right? And then at high midnight, the energy is in the north, which is dark time. Cinderella got to be home, I always say. And it's just complete darkness, which is a different energetic expression. So when we look at the four cardinal points of direction, and of course, if we want to look at all 12 of these areas, these areas represent different vibrational frequencies. This is a fact. Okay, so how do you understand um, that you are the scattered light, knowing that, okay, from head to toe, this energy is inside of you? Well, um, if you look at the fact that when a person is born, let's just say, Universal law, universal law says, wait a minute, the eastern point of your reference is Aries naturally. This is, it's, it's zodiac sign rules this area of space. Let's say when we go to the south, this is Cancer, this is natural. Let's say when we go to the west, this is Libra. And then when we go to the, you know, when we go to the north, this is Capricorn. 
and all other signs fall in between if you know the basic zodiacal order. In fact, here's a quick homework assignment. Do that. Draw a circle and then draw a cross, east, west, and then I want you to put Aries on the east. So opposite Aries is the east and the west is Libra, so I want you to put Libra right there. And then in the south, I want you to put um, Cancer, and then opposite the south and Cancer is the north, which is Capricorn. So then the other energies of the zodiac sign, you just fill them in accordingly. Check game. I'm giving you something here, all right? Now, here's the thing about the mystery of the scattered light that Nick was talking about. It is a fact that when you're born, majority of us are not born when the zodiac signs, Aries on the east and so forth that I just gave you, are at their respective stations that they rule. In other words, when I was born, I wasn't born with Aries on the east. I was born with Cancer on the east. Facts. So my will doesn't necessarily match the universal order. And I'm going to tell you something. This, in return, makes you scatter light because the eastern sign is naturally Aries, but I have cancer right there. So now I have to apply these cancer attributes to myself and so forth. So I just wanted to give you an example of that because when people are born, you're not necessarily born with the zodiac signs at their proper stations. This is a fact. And and then it goes a little bit more in depth because when you look at, let's just say, for example, um, um, me, for example, Saturn rules Capricorn. But if I was born at a time when Saturn wasn't in Capricorn like a lot of us were, then the planet is not necessarily at home. I was actually born with that planet in Leo. All right, and that that means that okay, it's 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 a far far away from home. So my point is, these energies become scattered because they're forever moving. They're forever moving. You understand what I'm saying? So then, by proxy, you become scattered light. Well, what's the way to become whole? The way to become whole is you can do what Nick said perfectly. Listen, she noticed something about herself that says, you know what? I've determined that I lack an earth element within when I was born, simply meaning there was absolutely no planets, the 10 that we count, there were no planets in earth signs, Virgo, Capricorn, and Taurus when I was born. What does this denote? Well, this denote that somebody could be very, uh, they can lack stability in a sense, or they can be very uh, aloof in their head. You know what I'm saying? Just a lot of ideas, you know what I mean? But they lack the practicality. So one of the things that you do, and I teach this in the inner peace class, on how to come within balance. Because, see, this whole thing is all about divine balance in this reality. Please understand that. And the Chinese call it yin-yang energy. It's about divine balance. So the way that you come in balance with earth energy is, you A, you can physically surround yourself with earth people, which makes sense, because now these people are literally bringing an energy in your life that you just wasn't born with. But now by proxy, by partnering with them, you're going to have it. And then on a more, hmm, I want to say it's more spiritual, but on a more of another note, then you start dealing with the plants. You have to because this is an energy that represents, you know, stability, um, walking barefooted on the ground, physical earth, bringing in plants, bringing in flowers gets you connected to this particular energy that you may be deficient in. You see what I'm saying? And you can do the same thing with all these other elements with this water, bring a waterfall into your house. Take baths versus a shower. 
all right? This is a way that you start to get immersed. So that's that's my quick spill on, on the aspect of scattered light. In today's conversation about this second principle, which is really by universal law, your concept of finances is lodged in your throat, primarily inside of your thyroid gland. The thyroid gland serves as a sort of like an amplifier that you put on them speakers to make the to make the make you know to make the to make the you know the speakers go make, do the bumble to do the thing to, to boom boom you know give you an extra boost. So the energy, thoughts, and emotions that come from your brain travels down that pipeline to your throat before it can get to the rest of the body, right? From heaven to earth, the, the bridge is your throat. All right. That thyroid right there serves as the amplifying first. Why you think when you get sick, you get a scratchy throat? You, you get hit right there. You understand what I'm saying? So your throat becomes an amplifying force that resonates with your psychology on a universal scale that deals with your concept of finances, all right? Now, this becomes very, very, very interesting because when we get into Taurus and we understand finances are like when Nick said, we understand Value that which you perceive to be a value, whether it's antiques or whether it's people. Taurus is naturally what they say ruled by the planet Venus. Now Venus has uh, a beautiful duality to it because not only does she say, "I rock with Taurus," but I'm also the head, you know, the head goddess in charge of Libra. So she serves as she serves as the quote unquote rulers of two zodiac signs, okay? So then you have to apply all of her energy, which becomes about beauty, happiness, finances, some say, um, art, fine food, take me out to the movies type of deal. It's just all about the peace, the love, the harmony. It's natural day. It's Friday today, and this is why I always say you're not going to get past that law because I understand within our culture for sure you get that hair done, you get that car washed on Friday. You got to look good on Friday. It's a fact. This is a fact. So why? It's because it lines up with this particular principle that deals with prosperity. Very interesting that Nick, myself as well, we come from the Kabbalistic point of view, which is the mystic system of uh, the Bible and and, in the Hebrew aspect especially. Um, And uh, Friday today is tonight, this evening, is actually the time where you light the Sabbath candles in recognition of this divine light. Now, this this ain't no joke. This is very serious and got everything to do with what Nick was talking about, about this infinite light. And how to tap into this light, and 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 you notice within this particular system that by law the woman is the only one allowed to light the candles if you're in a relationship. Okay, uh, the woman is the one that has to light the candle because she serves as the divine mirror and manifestation of this physical light. So her being extremely magnetic, hello, you like the way she smells. You like the way she looks. You you just go head over heels for her, right? She's the one that draws this light into this reality. What this got to do with brother? I ain't got a, I ain't got no woman. But this is also talking about 
the female side of yourself. It's a known fact that the hemispheres of your body, left and right, one side is considered feminine, left side, the other side is considered masculine. So it's always going to come back to yourself, but yourself is also going to be a divine mirror of how you engage with others called relationships. And don't necessarily have to be personal loved ones. Relationships is relationships, which falls up under the Venetian Taurus finances value. It falls up under that particular domain. You see what I'm saying? So to bring this light in, to bring this understanding, and last week, and here's the thing, and me and Nick, we're working on this workbook, this piece, Your Astrology Zones, Understanding Stress, Understanding Disease, Understanding Happiness, and how it lodged in your body. I just finished the intro, and I was talking about how every so often, and here's a test if you're new to this, if you ain't on social media, I want you to take this simple litmus test, and I'll come off of it. Um, I put every so often, every few years, I go to Facebook, and I say, hey, listen, check, check the logic on this. If Aries moves your head and Taurus the throat and so forth, so forth, like I spoke earlier, I want you to reflect back to a previous relationship or relationship with anyone um, that may be current that literally gets on your last nerve. And literally when you make the statement and say, you make me sick. And I want you to see, as I spoke earlier, it should be in your notes, to see if that corresponding body part of their zodiac sign has given you any issues. And you would be amazed. One brother, shout out to the brother who came on in. Shout out to everybody who's listening who came on that particular post and um, shared and was very transparent and said, you know, one brother was like, wait a minute, hold on. You mean to tell me if I was with a Capricorn, my teeth can start to go bad? I said, yeah, if that person got on your nerve, precisely, exactly. He said, man, damn, I was in a horrible relationship with a Capricorn, and my teeth started to go bad. I had other women say, I mean, whether, you know, women chiming in saying the same thing, like, yo, I know I know a sister who was with um, with a Taurus, and it wasn't the best relationship, and then she ended up developing the issue in her throat. Real talk. Because especially if you're having sex with them, because now you're swapping energy. So it's easy for their energy via fluids to travel and lodge itself into your body. You got to understand this. You got to understand this. So last week I gave you a very uh, quick fix to it in the sense that this is going to take your imagination and sincere concentration, sincere dedication from your heart. And big shout-out to Trump, man, because I'm seeing the flash. This Nick, this nigga in the inauguration used the line that we use in the inner peace class, and he said, we're going to put America first, and there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody should put themselves first. Hmm. This is what you're And I teach, I teach that same principle. I teach, and I'm like, yo! Well, shout out to my nigga Trump, man. Shout out. So anyway, anyway, so the name of the game is with Aries, you focus on your head. With Taurus, your goal is to put loving energy, and see, everybody got this built-in GPS that knows what you want, that knows what makes you happy, that knows, because remember, we're dealing, we're dealing with Venus today that deals with absolute internal states of balance. This is also the energy that represents marriage partner or what we call the other person. 
You see what I'm saying? So you have to be in unison with this particular principle because when you're not, obviously it starts to create financial turmoil and, quote-unquote, excuse me, relationship turmoil as well, and then it comes and translates into your body as, oh, snap, I got a throat problem. You understand what I'm saying? So what you want to do is put your hand on your throat for the ladies. You can actually check out Nikki's boutique. She got the sexy female chokers. You can put that on your throat. <laughs> hey, put a crystal on that joint. You want to get diggy with it if you want to. You I'll throw I mean? one on there for you, you know custom. Just a small extra right, charge. Right. You know what I mean? For sure. And actually really start to get in, get in, and get in tune with yourself when it comes to this particular principle. And I come off it with this. Um, before I know we, we go into more of the physical aspect of things, we're most certainly going to talk about that, is um, I tell people all the time, please do not be worried about, oh, am I doing this right? Listen, man, there's absolutely no wrong way for you to pray to who you believe in. Do you say that when you got to get on your knees and you face with this uncertain situation? Am I doing it right, God? I want to talk to you right now. No, you don't. You may buckle down and you get it in and you have sincere conversation. So never be afraid, and that's what we teach people over here, never be afraid to follow the inner voice because that's your higher self that is guiding you, all right? So when you work with the throat energy and you start to think about the balance of your relationship, the balance of your lover, the balance of your own life, you can start to put your hand right here, especially as it pertains to values and finances. Because there's another zone that we're going to talk about later um, um, that deals more specifically with relationships. But for right now, we keep it on the throat area and just put loving light and thoughts into this area. And I, and I say this, I say this all the time. Man, these organs in your body, they're intelligent. You don't have a conscience. You don't consciously say liver, detox. Okay, can you please take the excess stuff and put it in the gallbladder called bile? Gallbladder, can you now dump it into the intestines? Intestines, put it in the colon and let me go poop. You don't you don't you don't consciously think about the process, but it's working for you automatically. So do you think since it's an intelligent, do you think it's not intelligent enough to recognize when you are putting conscious energy on it by touching it, by sending direct current called thought and positive emotion to these particular areas? Yes it does. Because we'll show you before we wrap this series up we're bringing on some people who have the instant healing stories of themselves by practicing these particular techniques. And uh, I'll give it back to you, Nick. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was awesome, Noble. Um, and and I definitely want to jump today into making sure, that, I mean, because we just gave you all a lot of, like, fancy words and, and and probably some some vocabulary words to go and look up, but I definitely want to get into the practical ap- uh, application of this information. What does this have to do with my day-to-day life? I think at the end of the day, that's what we all want to know. But before we do that, I just wanted to ask you real quickly, Noble, I've heard you mention it before, and, and we're talking about love, and love is a, is a big topic for people. People want to know, how do I tap into my 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 greatest love relationships. How do I how do I get yeah. into that space? So I want to make sure we touch on it. I've heard you speak before about the location of Venus in mm. a man's birth chart will mm-hmm. indicate 
the type of woman that he seeks in a relationship? Can you touch on that for us? Oh, absolutely. Without a shadow of a doubt, these are facts. The the moon as well gives us insight into his feminine perception, and he definitely can go there. A lot of people that study the craft like to say, oh, he won't marry his moon. But the moon is not a definition of marriage, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, it may be a reflection of the person's mother. So he may marry that person because he got a strong intimate connection and there's a sense of her that reminds him of the woman. But Venus is the energy that deals more with the partnership aspect, the beauty, the romance, the fun, the love aspect of uh, creation. So the position of that particular planet when a man is born gives us direct insight into his psychological perception about what it is that he is looking to feel, um, to, to gather that feeling of fulfillment from a partner because it is the planet of partnerships. So for me, and I, I use myself as an example because I know myself very well, the planet Venus is in Aries and it's at the very top of my chart, which is the southern portion of the sky. And the southern portion of the sky remembers when the sun was at its highest peak. So this is the area of space that deals with success. Remember, Donald Trump sworn in at what time? 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock is what? When the sun is where? In the south. Okay? This is the highest position of light in our reality for whatever time that we're dealing with around the noontime. Okay? Facts. So this area of space for me has the goddess, the marriage principle, is exalted by spatial position in the southern region of the sky, all right? So by proxy, I will probably be attracted to, and always have been, uh, a fiery type of female, whether it be Sag, whether it be Aries, whether it be Leo, or whether the fire energy translates into uh, a woman with spark, with flame to her, that don't sit still, that's entrepreneur, that moves around, that, that, that know how to bounce ideas off it, because that's what fire does. It initiates. So the planetary position for men um, gives us insight for um, the, you know, gives us insight for the kind of woman that he's looking for. Now, what about the woman? This is true, but that's not her masculine component. It does give us insight into the nature of relationships. However, Venus is, is Aphrodite. Venus is, is, is the female goddess. It's, 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 it's just a female principle. For her, and we talk about, and we talked about last week as well, we talk about it again as we get into week eight as well, that's more of a sun slash uh, Martian principle because those two energies are very masculine. So those positions gives us insight in, into that. But that, that's how that rolls, Nick. It's, it's just real simple. Lo- location. Spatial location gives us spatial uh, personal psychology, and that's it. Got it. Got it. That's awesome. So let's let's get into the the day to day earthly application of this information. And a few things popped up as you were talking, Noble, that I was like, "Damn, I I can totally see the connection there." So when we're talking about when we're talking about tourism and we're talking about the things that we value i just want to speak briefly to let's give some definition to what it means to actually value something right and and we're simply talking about the things that we give our attention to right so when you when you look up the term or you define the term value what's it say the regard that something is held to held to deserve the importance, the worth, or the usefulness of the thing. Second definition, a person's principles or standards of behavior. 
one's mm-hmm. judgment of what's important in life. And so I'm sitting here looking at that definition as I hear Noble talking about how Taurus, the, the area of space that it rules on the body, is the throat. And and the, I thought that was really interesting because especially when we're talking about money in the society that we live in, if you grew up poor, especially, and, and you know, poor is a is a that's a, that's a difficult term to to define in the society that we live in, right? We don't live in a third world country, so what's considered to be poor here ain't shit when you go over somewhere like Haiti or like a real somewhere they got some real poverty. So so all of these de- right. definitions at the end of the day are are very um they they're relevant to 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 location. They're relevant to the specific space that we're talking about. Um but if if you came up um underprivileged, if you will, in the society, we have a real tendency to have some very contradictory beliefs about money. So we live in a society that says money is the root of all evil. But then on the other side of the coin, we also believe that money will solve all of our problems. And this becomes really interesting, especially when we start talking about this principle as it pertains to us as human beings. And one of the notes that I wrote down um, is the fact that uh, money means something different to women than it does to men in our society. So I want to I want to get like real into that. I re- I really want to talk about that today. I really want to talk about the things that we value in the society because they they tend to be very different on an ideological level than the things that we profess to actually value. So what does that mean when, on one hand, we believe that money is the root of all evil and it's bad and we shouldn't want too much of it, and we also believe in this society that rich people are bad. We believe that rich people are greedy, right? But then, on the flip side of that, we say, well, what does it mean to be rich? Well, to be rich means that all of your needs are met. It also means that all of your wants are met. Well, isn't that what we want as human beings? It, it, don't we want to honor ourselves in that way as humans? Don't we want to make sure that the water bill is paid, the light bill is paid, and that we also got a little extra money to go do some traveling or take our take ourselves out to eat on occasion? We say on one end that we value these things and that these things are good, but then on the flip side of it, we say that mm, you can't have too much of it, though, because then that's when you're going you're gonna to start to become a bad person because rich people are bad people. So it's a, it's a very interesting uh, relationship that we have with money in our society. And like I said, there's a, there's a different definition of, of money for men in our society than there is for women in our society. And what do I mean by that? I, I had noticed some time ago that there's a correlation between relationships and money. Right, but a lot of us are either ashamed to acknowledge that, or you know, be kind of quiet about that when we notice that type of thing. But that's something I noticed a while ago. Well, what is that correlation? Well, we still live in a society, and 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 interestingly enough, we're we're starting to kind of 
revolutionized this concept, and I think it's really interesting. But for the most part, most of us women were taught that we needed to find us a man who was well off so that because a man is supposed to be the provider. So we should seek a man who is wealthy, a man who has some money. But in our in our psychology, what we also believe about that type of man is that innately he's no good, he's bad, because money corrupts people. So as women, we're taught to seek the provider. We're, we're, we're taught to seek the man who can do the best job at providing for us. There's a correlation for women. I find the correlation to be evolving or changing for men, right? Because now here we are in the 21st century, and the 21st century says what? You know, it says that I, and I see, it's funny, I'm always looking at social media because I think social media is such a great indicator of the consciousness of humanity. It's a great indicator of the very conflicting ideologies that we tend to subscribe to, right? And so I I see these funny, like, memes floating around where, um, you know, folks are talking about, you know, the 50-50 relationship, right? Literally just the other um, Yesterday, as I was, you know, sitting down doing a little bit of research and thinking about today's topic, I saw somebody post, and it was a man, and he posted a meme that says, she's got to be all about her money. There's nothing like a woman who don't need you. And, And I thought that was funny because I was like, whoa, there seems to be this very, very much evolving, very much changing definition of what this valuable thing called money, the role that it's supposed to play in our lives. More and more we see our our society evolving into this space that says you know, women need to be able to do the things that men do, and if they can't, then they're lazy, they're bad moms, right? They need to make as much money as men make. And And I'm not – it's not my intention to get into the – right or wrong or whether or not traditional values are good and should we be evolving into these new millennial values. That's, that's not my argument today. But what I, what I am seeking to, to really get to the, to the pit of, if you will, is this very contradictory nature and relationship that we have with money because we believe that money will provide us the things that we need, and, and if our needs are provided, then we know that we're sustained in this life. So what's the next level after that? Having our wants met, right? Now we're starting to talk about a little bit about self-care. We're starting to talk about, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that, Nova? Yeah, I heard it. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> So so we're talking about this very contradictory nature between the things that we say that we desire, the things that we say that we want, and the things that we we actually value. And and how do you know what you really value? Because again, we we say one thing and then we do another thing. Well, here's a great way to really measure what it is that you value in your life. Look around you and take inventory of the things that are growing around you, right? Because the things that we give attention to are the things that we are making investments in. And when we make an investment in something, that thing tends to grow. So what are the things that are growing around us? And 
secretly what a lot of us do not realize is that we value drama. We value the struggle. We value bullshit. Like, straight up, we do. Because those are the things that at any given moment, I can turn on the TV right now, and I guarantee you I can find five TV shows promoting some BS. But then when all of these TV shows are, are promoting the drama, they're promoting the, the, the fractured relationships, right? And we make it a point to tune into these things. Oh, shit, hating hip-hop. I call it hating hip-hop, but the name of the show is Loving <laughs> Hip-Hop. But that, that doesn't to me. Uh, but I got to tune in to hating hip-hop at 9 o'clock. There's your investment, so, so again, there's, there, there tends to be a big contradiction between the things that we, we genuinely value and, and the things that on the surface level we, we say that we want out of life. And, again, we're, we're trying to get back to the middle. We're trying to get back to a state of wholeness. And as long as we, we exist in this very contradictory straight state, this very contradictory nature, we're going to see it show up in that way. A lot of folks are wondering, why can't I manifest the abundance in my life? Um, because you secretly believe that money is bad. Like, like straight up. Like these, these natural laws, they, they, are, they are concrete. They don't change. If you see that something is not working in the way that you thought it should work, your math is fucked up. It's not, it's not. It's nothing else. It's your math that's messed up. So now you've got to take some inventory about, damn, ooh, I say I want abundance in my life, but am I investing in abundance actually coming into my life, or am I investing in the things that take abundance away from my life? Hmm. I'm gonna come off it right there. Where you at, Noble? God, there's I am. See, that be that. That be that talk right there. Got me that talk right there. Listen. <laughs> see, see. remember I mentioned with the New Star Network, that three steps to success plan, you have undermining language. And Nick talked about how, you know, money is the root of all evil. Here's another one. Money don't grow on trees, right? So we start hearing this. You know, and, and as you get conscious, and I know you're going to get into this thing tomorrow, you start to hear the dialogue turns into, oh, it's a legal tender and it's not gold, so therefore it has no value, and it is fiat, which means it is fake, and the Federal Reserve can call it back at any time. Well, shit, the stuff that was real called gold was turned in. So so my, my, my point is you have to, and we stress this, this is what the priesthood stress. You have to understand the function. Don't get all cute with everything else. You have to understand the function of a thing called, for real, for real, your goal, your objective, your desire, or what you want. And then you have to start, as Nick say, take inventory of your time spent. What are you investing your intention to mentally? Is it the problems of the world, problematic TV shows, the show, nothing but? They, like, it, it'd be, some shows would be cracking me up. They don't crack me up because I've never, ever seen one full episode of Love and Hip Hop. Never, ever in my life, ever. But I get the gist of it. 
and maybe I'm being judgmental, but when I see people arguing and fighting, I, I'm more interested in the prophet, Marcus Lemonis, CNBC, get the money, I'll invest and be your partner, win in life, succeed. Get what you want because you live in the land of milk and honey. You live in the land where everybody migrates to, to want to become a citizen and get a piece of the American pie. Whether you like it or not. That's right. Like, that's where you live for a reason. A reason. So anyway, you gotta watch that aspect, man. But um, the practicality aspect, yo, know, is is when it's going to take some severe discipline, which is a whole nother show. But it, it's gonna take some severe discipline that says, you know what? What is my financial valuable objective for twenty seven? So I want to be clear about something because, because you know, we got to really look at reality, Nick. People, a lot of people in the world today, especially in the United States of America, especially the black populace, are hurt and emotionally in a funk because of Donald Trump. Facts. This is a fact, right? So... So we have to then compare that to a clear, precise, and let's just even take it another step, well-written-out plan that clearly defines, like corporations do, on month three we are going to hit this projectile of being up 10% from last year, and we'll have X amount of you know, sales and customers and things of that nature. Success. They're defining their success using mathematics called dates and profits and how much you're going to invest. Seriously. So what we do is, I'm telling you, you got people in the funk. It's the new year already. And now, now you're focused on the turmoil, the political turmoil, and not focus on your own success. We got this thing where we say it like this. If you're going to talk about a problem, you automatically must come behind it with a solution. I'll say it again. And this is what the prime minister is really getting at. When you hear a problem, whether it's you in your own mind going through your own personal experience or watching it on TV or listening to it through so-called conscious folks, the immediate response and follow-up to the problem is, the solution. If it's not the solution, then that's when you break your attention and you turn elsewhere. At that point right there. Right there. Because then you would start riding the wave of the problem. So the solution is, A, get clear with yourself. Make your own financial plan. See, what... what what did you do for your own inauguration is the question. <laughs> That's the question because we're talking money. We're talking, you know, we're talking what you perceive to be value. You perceive the community and humanity and the neighborhoods to be a value. 
But, man, I, shout out to my man, um, Aldo, man. I, I see him. He's making some posts. And, you know, he's talking about Trump is in him. He can see the part of, of Trump that's inside of himself. Right? And um, a lot of people, oh, no, you got it twisted. Trump is a part of the 1%. He's only going to serve the 1%. Right? And I just said, you know what? Tell they ass. If they care so much, then why ain't you the president? If you really care that much, and if you like, like, like Hillary Clinton and all of them got to a point in their own level of confidence to say, "I'm gonna run this motherfucker. I'm running it. Vote for me. I'm running it." See, you gotta have your own thing for your own life, and then. And this is the truth. I, I know people, and this I know it can sound like a long, I don't even want to say it. But they, you know, they say, like minds think alike, and then you'll be able to create, to create change. You know, you'll be, able to, you'll be able to create it. But on the physical aspect, y'all, y'all success, man, listen, you need to be pulling out your ledger and defining your 2017 financial objectives. So one was about you getting your head out your ass and listening to the bull crap. Two is about where to put some focus at. Three is show you how to use it and so forth and so forth. You understand? Because you got to get you right. You got to get you right. Seriously. I am first. Seriously. And so that's right. Trump said it. America's first. Today shall forever be known as the day that the government is the people. What? Do you know what that do to an Aquarius? They're like, wait a minute. Listen, that it's the people. But see, here's the question. What you the people going to do? What you going to do? So I ain't going to get into the political aspect, but I want to touch that part of y'all. That says what I'm gonna do about myself and become the president and CEO of ourselves. We done some things that, you know, Minister Jew alluded to earlier. You know, for ourselves. You understand what I'm saying? And in the collective of everybody that's involved. And this is why real talk. And and, and I gotta say it. You know what I'm saying? My brother might have been as he will call pompous, made a pompous statement. So nobody's bringing results like this, right? We can show you. We just show you the people, and the people will tell the stories. Like, you, you, you're listening to Nikki Devon giving a, a, a live testimony of how it works. And, and I come off the gas with this, um, you know, and, and I want to be clear, man, like real, real clear. Like, sometimes, Nick, I think people think that we're having conversations for the mere fact of having conversations. And I want to be clear, say what you want to say, but I can show you the proof of some things that they're really what the scripture refers to as heavenly decrees are also known as prophecy. Always. It's always been in the pantheon of understanding. It's always been a priesthood, a priesthood. That comes and understands how this works to better your life. How did the ceremony close out at the inauguration? He had to get three blessings. 
from his agreed-upon spiritual system of choice. Three blessings is how it concludes. Mm. So when Nick challenges your perception of God, man, the priesthood, we, we stand on that. And this is real. We have to adjust. And see, this is the beauty thing about Venus is when we can develop what I would call divine understanding because that's really what this principle is about when you come into balance. Balance is to denote that there is a opposing force that's a little in opposition to me that I must learn how to, like we on the seesaw, come to a point where I'm not up in the air because you're on the ground and vice versa. Our weight is even, you know, evenly disputed, you know, to where we say, okay, cool, we're, we're even Steven, right? And so we have to come to a place of balance and understand within that balance appears to be this, this opposition. But I'm going to tell you what that opposition is. That opposition is because Venus is a key word that, definitely, that represents laziness. It's easy to, like Nick said, you said it in the first show, to do the work on self is hard. It is an arduous path, so much so that you may start looking at different cheat codes that will give you certain experiences and, not, and nothing to knock it, ayahuasca and whether it's marijuana, whatever, uh, you know, whatever. But you still have to ask yourself, can you get there consciously? So it's the, it's the inner battle, what they call that inner ego. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I'm going to tell you something. I'll come off the gas with this, man. Uh-uh. Man, you know, every time I go to Sedona, Nick, which is known as a beautiful heart energy, heart, and people want to talk heart chakra, and I love, and it's the heart, and the Egyptians were concerned about the heart and not the brain, right? All that I love you is Valentine's Day, this heart. Like, we the type that will go in all green to represent love and project the heart from our hearts. And as we're leaving Sedona, a rainbow appears as a divine sign that light beings have come and touched an infamously known spiritual place. Facts. Facts. Can show you the pictures and everything. There's plenty of pictures where it is what appears to be an external light, whether it's yellow, whether it's white, or whether it's purple, that is inside of the photos showing up when we gather to have what we call collective resonance. I don't even want to call it sympathetic. It seems like it's dependent. But when we have, when we have collective resonance with one another, we're purposely here with one thought for ourselves and one thought as a collective. We can show you the pictures of this phenomenon showing up. So when we be talking, we're not coming from a place of mere freaking philosophy and with some, you know, in books. Seriously. Ser- and like, like, I really want to stress that. Listen to the data. Let's see the testimonials. See the facts of prophecy and say this is going to happen on this day. Mm-hmm. Be around when we say collectively, y'all, we're going to think about this, and then exactly what we were thinking about showed up somehow in mainstream news, the exact same thing. The prime minister said, listen, I just moved into a house, ain't even been here 30 days. 
and the insurance company kicking me a refund check. And I'm going to tell you, the refund check, the number, it represents literally if we translate it back into a spiritual system. I'm going to share it with them, Prime Minister. I got to. It represents the star of David, they say, in the mystical system of Kabbalah, which is the shield of God, truth of God. Real talk. So when you see the priesthood, it's a fact that the priesthood got pictures with me and him is inside of a six-pointed star. And the amount of money that he got on the check in the capitalist system, when you understand that letters could represent numbers, and then you add up the total number of, of that word, equals the very star that he was projecting his image in. That's how it works. You understand what I'm saying? And so I come off the gas with it on that. And don't 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 flip. Don't don't get this mistaken for mere rhetoric. This is what I would call divine decree. And I and I mentioned the understanding part. I don't know if I got there, but. Listen, that that means, and I teach in the inner peace class, like Nick said at the top, if God is running this whole thing and has a foreknowledge of Donald Trump, whether you want to call it Netter, spirit, whatever you want to call it, right, and Donald Trump is now the reality, then we have to understand what God wants, what Jehovah wants, what Allah wants. What what you know Yemen y'all wants. We have to understand that reality. And so um I come off on I come off. Damn. I I'm off gotta end it right there. What else is there to say? Um no. we we got a couple minutes left though, right, Noble? Oh yeah, for sure, man. I, I okay. went I went super I went super deep on it on this one. Yeah, you you just in case. <laughs> no, 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 on on, on the timeline. On the timeline, just in case. So we we got thirty on the back okay. end, but we yeah, but we definitely can. You know, I would want to do it. You know? Excellent, excellent. Well, I just I just wanted to bring this all back home and and make sure that we were thoroughly touching all of the subjects and and, and bringing this back to um where we say we were gonna bring it to, bring it to today. We're talking about love and we're talking about money, and I heard uh, Noble. I heard you mention some 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 beautiful. Uh, Terms or ideas, and and you talked about going to Sedona and Sedona representing the heart space. And what really popped up for me was was the heart is the bridge, right? The heart is the bridge between heaven and earth, between your lower chakras and your higher chakras. So again, that's that's all back into the same conversation that that Noble was just giving us. We're talking about getting back to a state of balance, getting to a state of of wholeness, of harmony, right? And so that being true, we have to remember that every experience that we have, good, bad, or indifferent, is seeking to either deliver us to or to confirm us in this state of balance and harmony that we we all trying to get back to our original state. And that's that's the state of, of the creator. That's the state of God. That's that's that oneness because we are a part of that. We are we are a microcosm of the macrocosm, right? So every experience that we have in here, whether it's bad relationships, whether it's a relationship with a a tourist that got you know, a bad relationship with a tourist that got lodged in your throat, whether it's a bad relationship with a with a with a Sagittarius, whatever it is 
when we when we get into divine understanding, divine perception, we then come to the understanding that, that none of these things are bad. All of these things have the same purpose, and that is simply to deliver us back to our state of wholeness. So we talked about, you know, us being fragmented or scattered light. We all have different variations and different concoctions of these these zodiac cocktails within us, right? So so we got to level it out. We got to balance it out. I don't have no earth in my chart. I got to figure out how to get some, right? And a lot of us are led to believe that, you know, whatever is happening and going on in the cosmos is what's happening and I'm just going to be subject to it until we become aligned with and aware of our higher selves. And that higher self is not it's not limited or restricted by whether or not Mercury is in retrograde this week. It's not it's not it's not limited by any of those things. All of these experiences simply seek to get us back to the state of union, the state of of wholeness with the creator. And so I just wanted to make sure to bring it back home because we, we talked a, a lot about the the first being, which is the self. I am first, and we talked about how these things really apply to the self. And I know that folks want to want to hear the relationship aspect of it. What does all of this have to do with our relationships? And so I, I just really wanted to drive home the fact that any time and in any uh, circumstance that these things are out of balance, they gotta the the creator the 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 great uh, omnipotent being simply seeks to bring us back to this state of harmony, oneness, union. So we have to have different human experiences to remind us of what to get back to, of where we're going, what's our trajectory, right? And so when we talk about tourism, we talk about money, we talk about our values, a lot of us stop at the physical mundane level of, of what we value, right? I value a nice house. I value having money in my bank account. I value having a nice savings, right? But that's simply talking about our physical sustenance. It is very important for us to remember that as human beings, our makeup is much greater than this 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 physical limitation. As this 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 avatar that we moving around in called our human body is it's limited in and of itself. But when you couple it with your your higher self, when you couple it with your spirit, when you couple it with your heart, which is the resonance that brought you here in the first place, then is when you start talking about a greater existence. A, a, a greater sense of being, a greater sense of, 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 of unity and wellness and happiness and abundance and all of these things, when we simply focus on the limited aspect of ourselves is when we are going to get a limited response from the universe. So our relationships a lot of times are here to mirror and reflect back to us our own limitations, Right? As women, you know, I talked about it at the beginning of the show. You know, a lot of us, our mothers taught us, you know, get you a man who's a provider, right? And typically a lot of times that's almost the end of the conversation, unfortunately. So because we stop and restrict ourselves to simply our our physical mundane existence, 
now we have to have these traumatic experiences to remind us to ask ourselves, to ask our relationships, to ask God, to ask the universe for more, right? Because, see, and I'm one of them. I speak from experience, y'all. I speak from as a fashion designer, I talk to a lot of women. You know, when we when we sitting up and she in the, in the dressing room trying on clothes, it's just like being at the hair shop. We having conversations, right? And so a lot of us, through that very limited perspective, have to go through these traumatic experiences called a messed up relationship with a tourist that got lodged, lodged in my throat in some way to remind us that there is more to our being, that there is more to be asked of ourselves, to be more to be asked of universe, of God, of our partners. So as ladies, sometimes, you know, we think, okay, I just got to get out here and, and find me a man who's a good provider. And then guess what happens? The universe delivers that to you. And then you find out, damn, this, this nigga ain't shit. You know, he ain't, he, he don't, he don't <laughs> clean up after himself. He don't. He don't. He ain't concerned about my well being. He ain't. He ain't. He don't really care about. He thinks that it's okay that I'm the one who do all of the cooking and cleaning around the house, and he just go out and do the work and come back and bring the money, throw the money on the table, throw you know, throw the cow on the table. I'm supposed to clean it, butcher it, and wash That's the right. dishes afterwards, yeah. right? That's so right. now we have That's to right. have these experiences that say, and, and God is funny. That's that's the thing about it. A lot of us lose sight of that. God is actually hilarious, right? Very, so a lot of very. us ladies, and, and, and it's not just ladies. I don't want to just get caught up on the ladies. I was talking to my homegirl the other day, and we was talking about it from the perspective of the fellas, right? It's not just the ladies. It's everybody. We are all here to really get into the depth of what do you want, Right? You told me you wanted a good provider. I gave you that. Now what you want? And now here we are through this traumatic experience being reminded of, damn, maybe I should have asked for a a man who was considerate. Maybe I should have asked for a man... You know, a lot of times we think that the money is just enough. I saw a meme just the other day somebody was teasing about, who was it, like Gabrielle Union and... Uh, Kobe Bryant's wife And the meme was something to the effect of You know, two examples of women Who didn't let a little cheating Get in the way of their relationships And then the response to it at the bottom uh, Was, yeah, you know A, a healthy bank account will make, make a woman forget a lot of things, right? We oh, see We see and look, I told y'all I'm talking from experience here I've I've been in them shoes before where I thought, you know, oh yeah, you know, he, oh, he make good money. That's that's, that's all we need, right? <clears throat> Fool you, uh, Fool you. Because now through the traumatic traumatic experience, we have to be faced with: is the money enough? Is my mundane experience as a human being here in this on this level called Malkut, as they call it in Kabbalah, is that just enough? Or do I need to be fulfilled on other levels? Do I have more than just my physical existence? Is there my emotional existence? Do I want to be fulfilled emotionally? Do I want to be fulfilled spiritually? Okay, now we talk in business. Our relationships are here to serve as mirrors 
to show us whether or not we we were whole in what we asked for in the first place. Sometimes we think just asking for a good provider is enough. Sometimes as women we think it's enough to ask for some good dick, but you didn't you didn't say what you wanted that to be attached to. He might be he might be an absolute idiot. But it's what you asked for in the first place, and God will be like, "What? I, I gave it to you. That's what you said you wanted." But you needed Me. the experience to figure out that it wasn't enough. You needed the experience to remind you that your existence is far greater than just your physical reality. So Kabbalah talks about the soulmate. Kabbalah talks about the mate that was sent to you to correct you. To get you to this space of figuring out that, nah, you know what? Deep pockets and a big dick is not enough. I need him to have some substance. I I need him to, I need him to be a little bit, I need him to not just be conscious. I need him to apply that information. Right? Because a lot of us, and my hand is raised right now, I spend years in the conscious community thinking, Oh, I'm so smart. I know so much information. But are you applying it? And if you are applying it, the proof is going to be in the pudding. It's going to show up as an investment called the things that are growing around you. So if it ain't nothing growing around you but drama and trauma and bullshit and lies and nastiness, then you need to go back to the source, which is you, and re-inventorize what it is that you're asking for. Because guess what? It ain't your partner's fault that he crappy with finances. It ain't your partner's fault that he ain't got much more to offer than, than, than some, some bills paid. Chances are it's all that you ask for. These experiences are sent to us simply to bring us back to the state of wholeness, to remind us of who we were and what, why we came here in the first place. But a lot of us, we get, we get caught at our physical existence. We get, we get caught in our, our lower reality. We get caught in our lower nature. And then what happens? We're no, we're, we find a few few years later after after the deep pockets then wore off, after the fun and games then all ceased, we figured out, you know what, maybe, maybe I need a little bit more. But they were simply sent here to highlight for us and to, and to right. urge us to ask for more. I'll be preaching hey, all day a, over here. No, but I'm done. Hey, hey, in the mosque, you know what we say in the mosque? Go ahead, Muhammad. <laughs> 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 Shout out to the FOI, man, through the Islam, man. Straight up, man. Shout out to the MGT. Um, you know, listen, man, you talking Devon Mirrors on them, man. You talking about what God is funny because there is no bad. You know how much in love with God you got to be to even get to that level of, of, of challenging that concept in your mind? 
I tell people all the time, you're scared to become Jacob in the scriptures. That represents the part of your consciousness that's going to wrestle with the angel of God. And then he said, I named this place Pineal because I've seen God face to face, wrestled with God and got a promotion. Jacob's name became Israel for wrestling with God. To see no bad, like Nick said, to understand that God is funny because everything is a mirror to get you back to your whole self. Woohoo! And this is what I say. I'm not come off the gas early. Listen. You got to be careful on how you understand how you process information. Because I promise you this, Tina Marie said that shit in 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 deja vu. Don't you know if your life is full of sin, don't you know when you die you will come back again. Hmm. If you got attachments to some things that are quote unquote unresolved. That's what I mean by attachments. You got unresolved issues. Listen, if you hear right now, you just better ask yourself one question. One question. Is it possible I can be here again? Because I'm here right now. And you can't say no. You can't mathematically show that you can't. With absolute proof, you're bullcrapping me. Because you're here right now. You're here right now. So this knowledge has been known about. See, here's the thing. When you start to when you start to embark on that kind of questioning and logic, you start to say, "Well, the reason why I do come here is because I want to have a certain experience." And when you catalog something, this is why Jew is so heavy on that hippocampus. When you catalog something in that region of your brain, that organ of your brain, as a negative memory, it's unresolved. And you know what DNA does? DNA is here to study you and say, "What do?" You want. Your wish is my command. The Aladdin and the genie bottle, the the bottle is your brain. Mm. The mystical smoke that comes out is your thoughts. You're just seeing it in the 3D reality to say, okay, I'm going to make a wish. But that's really your thought stream consciousness. The bottle is the brain. When you see it come out, it's like a mirror and you're looking at your own fault. So, therefore, you say, I make a wish and I do X, Y, Z. All right? But anyway, man, you got to really love, love love the creator, love yourself, because Venus is love. Now, let me be clear, because I know I probably went somewhere, but let me be clear. Venus is love. This is Taurus. This is your value. And I'll say it again. Trump said it. We're putting America first. That means you. I'm sorry, you're right here in America, whether you like it or not. I don't know, but hey, you're here. You're going to put yourself first, okay? And we talked about that in the last episode. Now it's about the value. If you got here late, I'll reiterate your universal zone in your body that deals with um, um, finances and value and love and relationships and harmony, all the peachy good things, sits within your throat. And when you get sick, here's a striking parallel. When you get sick, it is a known fact. You will get a sore throat and lose your voice and scratchy throat and things of that nature because your ability to be healthy lies inside of your thyroid gland, among with other things, but thyroid gland and your throat is very, very important. So you want to put loving energy here as it pertains to your goals and objectives for 2017, Okay. Ain't nothing wrong with touching yourself now. That's what you got to do now. And I'm saying in a way of light and love for putting that energy. 
into it. Nick, you going somewhere? I want to ask you something, Nick, real talk. <laughs> Shout out to my sister that's listening and texting me. and She should give me some confirmation of some things. But, um... No, I ain't. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. You gonna save it? Cause you opened up some cans, man. Oh, you talking mirrors? I you didn't. I didn't like really get oh as much God. into it as I wanted to. Because, <laughs> like, like straight up, I my I, my energy today is real. Like peace, peace, everybody. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. I don't wanna. Yeah. Cause too many rays and whipples because I, I I understand very clearly where a lot of folks is destroyed today. I get that, and so I didn't want to shake the boat too hard. But this one brought up this one brought up a lot for me today, and so I I, I, I probably danced around a lot and touched on a lot of things, bust open quite a few cans. Was like fucking, I'm leaving it right there. What you gonna do about it? You know what I'm saying? But I'm 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 gonna close it out with this today, unless you got a, um, unless you did want to ask me that question, Noble. No, 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 no. I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it because that's real ball. All right, speak now, forever hold your peace. You know what I'm saying? It is being reserved for a future date called uh, episode five seven. It 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 it, it'll be on. It'll be on. It'll be on and popping, man. But uh, listen, y'all, man, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, you know, go to the websites, man. I'm at myastrologycoach.com, man. You need me. I'm right there. You know what I mean? Join the membership tab. It's there. Like I said earlier, man, three steps to success. This thing ain't hard, man. This thing ain't hard, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, things that we do, we show you. We always show them. Not to be flamboyant, not to be boozy. We actually show you. We do come through and stunt, so I can say that. You know, we, we show you the proof because, again, we don't want to leave the skeptical, logical mind in that state of really wondering. You can make it happen by applying the techniques that we share. Real talk, man. So myastrologycoach.com, hit the membership tab. Shout out to the Toel Love Fund. You see it on the membership tab. Listen, $13 a month, man. We put putting in the pot, and then we go ahead and we divide it amongst four people and just keep the line moving, you know what I'm saying? And real simple, real simple. It's just a great thing to be a part of and give. I don't want to call it charity. I just want to say, man, and to give love, man. Like, this is my thing, man. You ain't got no toil love card, man. You ain't even got a – that's like, like having a valid ID or some shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, real talk, because at 13 bucks a month and you do have it, the question is, and I hate to hit you like this, but I got to do this. You know, listen, why are you not in the fund if you got $13 to help somebody pay their bills? The people can tell you they get their damn bills paid every month. They tell you. I've been a part of it and I got my bills paid. They will tell you. See, that level of that that, that, that restriction, that, that right there, you got to deal with that kind of mindset. Real talk. All right, so check it out, man, 12 Love Fund. Is right there. Uh, we in Vegas, man, March 18th. The prime minister, I'm going to bring him on and, uh, you know, he'll tell you about it and whatnot. But uh, go ahead, Nick. That's all I got. All right. Well, Noble going to get me after the show because he's like, Nick, you got to end the show with the announcements and let that be it. But I'm going to just pose this one last question since we we talking about love today. We're talking about Taurus. We're talking about money. We're talking about the things that we value. Here's my question, and this ties back to last week's show. If you put me in your work, right, because the value of doing our work is what? When we do our own work and we do our self-care, and we, here's my question. Do you value you? Mm-hmm. 
do you value you? Because if you don't value you, you have not given the universe permission to send you somebody who values you. So now what? You got to go through the experience that says, I want you to now pose the question that says, or, or to, to pose the idea that, you know what, I would also like a mate who values me. Because when we do our work and we give ourselves our self-care and we value ourselves, we give permission to other people to do the same thing. So when your, when your partner shows up and they're not reflecting the level of honor and the level of value that you want to see yourself given, see, because we live in a society that tells us that we're supposed to get us a partner that completes us. Don't get trapped in that bullshit. When you value you, you give permission for others to do the same. So we're not just talking about value monetarily. We're talking about value of the whole self, physical self, spiritual self, emotional self. Are, are you willing to really get that deep with it and lean that far into it that you can receive a partner who values you on all of those levels? A lot of us don't even know to even ask for that in the first place. Do you value you? And if you do, you're going to see that mirror reflection show up. I promise. The math don't change. You do. I ain't going to say no no more about it because I'll be talking all day. Final announcement from me. Check me out, Nikki Builder, YouTube. And, and I, it's probably a little bit confusing because y'all done heard Noble refer to me as Nikki Divine. Y'all done heard you refer to me as the same. But I go by both as well as folks know, but know me by other names, and I just simply like to say God is known by many names, so I'm not committed right. to one. That's right. Nikki Builder on YouTube. Also check me out for the ladies who won't close, for the woman who makes their own rules, www.mickeydnovacollection.bigcartel.com. That's what it is, man. Okay, all right. That's what it is. I ain't going to say nothing. Prime Minister, what's happening, man? How you feeling? Happy inauguration, nigga. Donald Trump, nigga. nigga. Hey, look, man. Hey, man. Let me tell you something. We got a live one here. Oh, it's a firecracker. Oh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. War, nigga. That last 15 minutes. Let me tell you something, boy. Oh, this song. That was good stuff. Happy inauguration. Hey, 
hey, hey, hey, there was some, hey, she touched some pressure points, man. I'm telling you. Oh, you know? yeah. Steven, hey. Steven Seagal style. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know? But nah, man, so yeah. Hey, listen, happy inauguration, you know what I mean, to all the yeah. quantum imaging members. Um, we get it down quantum yeah. style over here. Some of y'all probably feel like, oh, my God, are they crazy? They talking about happy inauguration and Donald Trump is the president. Listen, <laughs> listen. Let me tell you what. I saw. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Let me tell you what the Donald did. Let me tell you what the Donald did. Let me tell you what Donald did. I watched for six months a man get on TV where all of the news stations would say to him, "Donald, but you're behind nine points in Florida, Donald, and Donald." You're behind nine points in Ohio. And uh, Donald would look square at them and in the camera and say, we don't believe that we're down in those states. When every poll that was showing, he's down double digits in Ohio. He's down double digits in Florida. All the way up, even before the, the election, you know, two weeks before. And, and then you know what happened? Tuesday came and... He won Florida, and he won Ohio, and he won all these other states that were supposed to be 10-point favorites for Hillary, and it's no way in the world Donald would win it. See, when you come over here and you rock with the priesthood, we teach you how to close out all of the external chatter that you may be hearing and somebody telling you what's supposed to be impossible. Or theoretically crazy That doesn't make sense We teach you how to tune out The facts of the world And go internally And go subjectively And then you watch all of the things in the world Reshuffle themselves To make what you're thinking and feeling A fact after the fact So we're not crazy But what we do is We don't see it the same way people see it And we get results because of that and it's just what the truth is. Everybody else got a commentary. Everybody else got a dialogue. But they ain't having no results. It ain't happening like that. It's just, it's just rhetoric. People are there to listen and, and, you know, go from it. But you don't see too many results, and, and, you know, from the commentary, from the dialogue. And that has to change in 2017. If you're not about asking some tangible results in your own personal life and you're satisfied with just hearing that, and, you know, being involved in the rah-rah of the moment and it sounds all deep and yada, 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 and it just turns into, oh, black people need to get together. And that's the only thing that come out of it, which has been being said for the last 50 years from out of these same circles, and your life is not improving, your financial situation ain't improved, your health ain't improved, your, your overall pizzazz and morale hasn't been lifted up, your family life isn't intact. If all of these things are just bumbling out of control, then, hey, we got a methodology like none other, like none other. And, um, you know, hey, I would say catch me on YouTube, on my channel, but I'm so dedicated to my membership that most of my videos are private. You can't even see them unless you're a member. So that's just what it is, man. If you really want to get involved and be serious, you're going to have to sign up to get this data and, and, and let me know that you're serious about really, really applying it and changing. So that's what it is, man. Happy inauguration to all the quantum yeah. members and, and the 
and the, and the, and the, and the, yeah. 20, and the gratitude to success and more prosperity to y'all in 2017, baby. Three million dollars. That's right. That's right. That's right. With that, man, listen, man, I'm going to let this go. We out. We love y'all. Tune in every Friday right here, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific West Coast time, man. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.